Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Mystery Book Club discussion, and today is the December the 26th. And today we are reading Blood from the Stone by Donna Leong. Um, and I found out a little bit about the author. I had never heard of her before. She was born in 1942. Um, she was born in Montclair, New Jersey. But when she was older, she moved to Venice and lived there for Venice, Italy. So she lived there for more than 30 years. And then in 2015, she um, went to France, went to Switzerland and has two homes in Switzerland. And that's where she shares her, she splits her time up. She doesn't live here in the you know, US anymore. Uh, and it looked like from what I found out from the Wikipedia article, <clears throat> excuse me, that she really didn't start writing uh, crime novels until 1992, which when she was about 50. Prior to that, she had been, um, she taught English in various places and had written some nonfiction. Um, an interesting point was in 1978, 79, she was actually teaching English in Iran when the revolution broke out and she was forced to leave the country. And it specifically said at some point gunpoint. So quite an interesting career for her. Um, but uh, the only last thing is the number nine. This is the, tw the 14th in a 26 book series of um, Guido Bernetti. Um, set in uh, I'm sorry, set in Venice, and she won the Silver Dagger Award for the number nine book in the series. Um, so that's enough about the author. Um, I guess what I'm interested in is, you know, generally when there's a series and you plunk yourself in the middle of a series, do you feel like you left out, you know, you, you were like dumped in the middle? And so I don't know if anybody here has read any other of the um, commissioner um, Bernetti item, uh, books, but if you have, um, just let us know if you felt that this was, you know, that we missed out on the character development. I didn't notice it myself at all, um, but I would be interested to see what's, um, what other people think. So why don't we just go around and I will call on people if you don't mind, Alan. Um, well, Alan, no, here you go. You're on the first on my list. It's your room. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I apologize. I like, uh, like Liz said, too much Christmas cheer, I guess. I got invited over to my brother's house this afternoon. But that, that's no excuse. I had totally forgotten all about <laughs> today. So uh, that, that okay. just contributed to the thing. But no, uh, I really ended up enjoying this book. And I, you know, I've not read any of the other ones. And it, it didn't really feel to me like I was dumped in the middle of the series. So I, I, I agree. I thought she did a good job of, of, keeping I, I i guess keeping the character going but uh it, i i really like the way it you know you got a good feel for his family and his relationship with his kids and stuff and i i, I just really liked the character and I, and I thought the writing was good and that the i thought the narration was very well done too and it just uh i, I mean I, I found it because I did a Google search on Christmas mysteries and and this was one that was right i mean this really didn't have anything to do with Christmas it took place during a the Christmas time, I guess, and he was buying presents and stuff that were part of it. But uh, I, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a good story, and I, and I like the way it, it. You got some, you got some of the feel for the culture of, of Venice and stuff, and you got, you know, you got a feel for what was going on with the these Africans, the Somalians that were selling the, these products there, and I, I like the way it, it, it touched on on that aspect of, of 
society and stuff and, and getting along with people and stuff. So, uh, I, you know, after saying all that, it seemed like the ending kind of, it, it, like it just kind of ran out of steam. I don't really remember how it ended, but y'all have to fill me out, I guess. I, I finished it about a week ago. And I, I, it seemed like the government was involved somehow, but I, I got a little confused with it. It seemed like it kind of ended abruptly. But anyway, I'll let somebody else talk. But uh, thanks. Okay, thank you. Uh, Marianne. Well, like I said, I didn't really read the book. I just read some summaries. Okay. But it does sound like um, it was more than just a personal um, search for killer that, yeah, somehow the government was involved and that, you know, there was like international implications maybe. Okay. Um, Michelle. Yeah. Well, I, I definitely, I didn't realize when I was reading this book that it was the 14th in the series. So I thought it might not be the first book in the series, but I didn't realize it was like that far along in the series. So I didn't really feel, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot that went on in the first 13 books, but I wasn't like, oh, my God, I don't understand this. I don't understand that. So it, it was fine as a standalone. It really was. Um, mm -hmm. I think the narration really helped me a lot. It gave me the feeling, the Italian feeling. The narrator was really good with, you know, the Italian words and, and the pronunciation and stuff like that. So I think that helped me a little bit um, with the story. It's, it's in an odd coincidence, the book that we're reading for fiction, old and new palace of the drowned is also set in Venice. So I had read, I had read that book. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm reading oh, wow. this book and I'm like, I don't know what it is about Venice, but clearly I'm meant to at this time of year be reading books about Venice. Um, so that was kind of, that was an odd coincidence, but worked out really, really well. Um, I thought the, the issue was interesting. I was trying to remember what I remembered about blood diamonds and conflict diamonds. I would imagine in 2005, this probably was like a very timely issue that, that she took on um, at, at the time. Um, I, you know, I, I, it, it had, um, to me, it had the, the feel of an Italian book. Uh, I, have, I have actually been to Italy, but I've not been to Venice. And he said a couple of things in the book about Rome, which was very interesting to me because I've been in Rome and I had very negative experiences there. And the way that the Rome was portrayed very briefly in the story, I was like, okay, you know, it, they, it, it was, it was consistent with my, my, um, my remembrances of it. Um, I, I would agree with what Alan said. I think the ending was a little confusing and it, it, feel, it felt a little rushed to me. The story kind of had a leisurely pace, I thought, till the end. Um, I liked all the stuff about the family. You know, sometimes I, I feel like they just kind of put it in so that they want to show that the police officer, you know, has more than just his work. But here, he really seemed to have a, a balance, I thought, between work and life, which, you know, I thought was, was kind of refreshing to read about. Um, it was good. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, I, I can't tell you that I'm so compelled that I want to read the other 28 books in the series because I probably won't, but I, I thought it was overall, it was a pretty good book to read and definitely worked. I thought worked fine as a standalone. Definitely. Huh, thank you. Huh. Um, area code two, one, five. That's me, Sally. Okay, um, Sally. I had not read any of the other books either. I'd heard of her. 
Um, and I felt when I started this one that I didn't jump in in the middle of a series. I felt they were really well-developed. She did not um, refer to things you didn't know about. I, I thought she did a really good job of that. I like the character development. I like the family. I thought she did a good job with a lot of social issues within Italy and in the world. And I think it was actually, I had to look back and think, oh, this was written uh, several years ago because it, it could have been written last year with the social issues. One thing that really confused me was I, I I couldn't get used to the fact that people didn't have cars, that they were going by water all the time. That mm-hmm. that was the one thing that really got me confused. I did enjoy it. I think I'd probably read others in the series if they came my way, but I wouldn't search them out. Um, they made It made me incredibly hungry, and I wanted espresso. Uh, The odd thing was I started Palace of the Drowns the day after I finished this one, so I'm much more familiar with going by water in that one. I I feel better about that. Uh, But I I feel it was a good choice. I, I thought the ending was rather abrupt, and I thought I didn't, I had to kind of piece it together. But then I thought maybe that's what she wanted you to do because Guido had to piece it together too. And when they described the CNN report of unmarked cars, unmarked military vehicles, um, commandos walking around aimlessly, I thought that this has to be a setup for something and it's only on Italian news, uh, only on Italian CNN. So... I thought the government was probably involved from the beginning, but I thought it was really the ambiguity. ambiguity, I can't say ambiguity. Thank you, (laughs) thank you, thank you. Um, I really thought that. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that it was supposed to be that unclear and make you realize that there were a lot of undertones to things that were never going to be fully known. And you just had to hold on to the human aspect of it. But I, 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 I was glad. I enjoyed this more than I thought I was going to. I had oh. um, good pick, Alan. Oh, good, good. Excellent pick. And we had area code 414 join us. Me. Mickey. Who's me? Mickey. Sorry, right? I'm late. Mickey. Mm-hmm. That's why. <laughs> well, you're, you were on time. You're I right on time. <laughs> Well, I've read probably four or five of her books, and I really enjoy them. Um, She goes too far into what things um, are like. I mean, I got done with it, and I thought, okay, will I remember what the mystery was? But I enjoyed it. (laughs) And when I read the... the, uh, uh, the um, blurb. I, oh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> but I did enjoy it. I do like her books. I keep going back for more. Do they all and, seem to uh, be kind of standalone, Mickey? Because this seemed like a standalone, you know? We're all I, feeling I like we weren't think... dumped in the middle of a series. 
No, we were dumped in the middle, and I, I felt it didn't go enough into his wife and into his oh, family. Okay. I, I felt, that, you know, it was like... So there's a lot more information them. about them. Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Uh, that was what I was wondering. Okay. Hmm. Well, I think that's it, except for me. I enjoyed the book, too, and, and for the same reasons that everybody else has talked about, is that we got a good sense of who Guido was and some insight, maybe not enough now that we understand from Mickey, uh, but some insight as to some of the struggles that he was having within his own family. And, you know, how do you teach a kid that's kind of picking up on some pure negativity, you know, and impart your own, impart your own values into them. And I thought it was very interesting. I did get the impression that, you know, the, the case seemed to be shunted off and out of Guido's um, control pretty you know pretty abruptly and so we never really found out what happened and that was a little uh, frustrating but I enjoyed the book um, like many have said I would not be opposed to reading others in the series um, but I don't know that I'll pick it up mainly because I've just got so many other things that I'm reading you know I don't need to add another series <laughs> yet um, and, and this whole thing about Venice I think that there's been a part of me anyway they always been kind of intrigued about Venice. It's like they don't really have streets, they have canals. So you do do everything by water. And, and I, I find that very interesting um, just because it's, it's just that it's, you know, it's not like most of us live. You know, most of us travel on land and these people have this like city on the water kind of thing, which is interesting. So, um, but uh, well, yeah. There's one thing that I wanted to comment on too. Mm -hmm. It must just be human nature, but I guess any country in the world where you are, you're going to talk negatively about the other parts of the country. It seems like because there were definitely references. I mean, y'all have already mentioned them. It's about Rome. We don't we don't like Rome. Didn't he say something negative about Southern yeah, Italy no, too? That, at some that point? was that yeah. was yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, what is it about countries that make people do that? I guess it's like I guess people like stick together. They're going to talk bad about the other parts of the country. Well, interestingly uh, um, enough, I oh I'm yeah. sorry. I've, I've only had a couple of people talk about being in Rome, and I, I well, they all had very negative impressions. They were yeah. women. They said that oh. the treatment of women in Rome is just ridiculous. One was, of them was a nun in habit, and she said that yeah. she was being fondled by these guys yeah. on the city buses, and she's a nun. You <laughs> know, so it's like man. <laughs> You know, so my, my it was my brother lived in Rome for two years, and I went to visit him there. And I, I you know, any place that I've ever been around the world, I felt safe. And mm -hmm. Rome was the only place that I've ever been, you know, that I did not feel safe. And I had a number of weird. One thing that happened to me when I we went actually um, overnight. My my brother, my sister in law, and I went to Florence. And I went into a store by myself and I don't know, whatever, I was shopping around. And when I walked out of the store, I had a coat on and I put my hands in my coat and I pulled out a pair of gloves that had price tag on it. Oh, no. And so, oh. and I went up, I, my brother fortunately was standing there. My brother is very tall. He's like six foot three. Um, and I said to my brother, I said, you know, what is this? And he explained to me that a lot of times what they do, which I, I didn't know about, was they look for women by themselves 
and they put something in your pocket or your pocketbook, and then they follow you out and say that they're from the police, and they extort money from you so that oh you're not arrested. So that was oh. one of many, many things that I had. And he Ooh. said to me, the reason why they probably didn't come over was they thought I was by myself, but then I went to my brother. My brother is very big, and I think they just didn't want to bother with me. But that right. scared that scared me to death. And I had a whole yeah. bunch of other things that happened to me when I was in Italy. And I just thought, what? Yeah, my brother lived there, you know, with my sister-in-law, and both of them not afraid at all. So I thought, wow. This. But oh. I've heard things from other people too that you know it's not it's not the safest place to be if you're a woman by yourself. Mm. Uh, this is Marianne, and um, uh-huh. I've been to all of those places once with a large group of teachers and students, and another time because my sister and her husband were working in the embassy in Rome, and so I flew into um, Milan and then went to Venice and Florence before I went to Rome pretty much on my own. And the only place where I had a little trouble was in Venice when I felt like when I was going back to my hotel one night that I was being followed. But yeah, in Rome, I think sometimes uh, a a woman would come up to you with little children kind of begging and probably not really needing money, but hoping you would give them some. But I did find um, all of those places fascinating because of the architecture and the art and um, you know, just um, so much history. And as far as getting around in Venice, there's uh, in the central part, yes, you do walk around to these various uh, highlights. But yes, you do have to go in a boat to go very far because they don't have many streets, right? Uh, one thing I, One thing I noticed, I really read this and felt okay with it as a standalone. I didn't feel like I I didn't know the background. I I know there is more to know now, but unlike Louise Penny and her Three Pines mystery, the um, uh, Armand Gamache series that I love so much, I couldn't pick that up in the middle of the series and not know the backstory. I I would have felt lost. But this one, I, I really felt like gee, I, this. I could have read this as, I did read it as a standalone, even knowing it was part of the series, and I didn't feel that it lost any of it for me. You know, I think that there are many series that, you know, they're, they're a series only because they have recurring characters in them, but right. that each yeah. one could be read, um, could be read individually. And then there are some, like you said, you mentioned, and then, you know, like, I would never want to drop into, like, the third the third installment of the Outlander series, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I think you would feel way out of, you know, I mean, there's just some series that truly are series and you really do have to read them in yeah, order to yeah. understand them. Um, so I was pleased that this was not one of those because I think I, oh, I can't remember. There was another one that I felt really lost in that we'd read in the middle of a series that, you know, I felt like I don't understand for, this. But for, for, for those who are wondering, you can read any of the Jack Reacher series. They're all good standalones as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, Alan, so is Rebecca. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my! So so is the uh, the the other Mrs. What what's the the sequel to that? A prequel called the the what's the prequel to that? Mr. Winter. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that a sequel or a prequel or what is it? The Mrs. Winter. I can't remember. I haven't read it yet, obviously. So I need to. I need to get on that. Not sure I will. 
Yes. Can I ask you all, did you, I found it really strange the way the crime was committed, that he was sort of executed on the street. Did you find that? Like, I, I, I mean, I just, I couldn't imagine he's just standing out there and people just come out of nowhere and shoot I him. I live in Philadelphia. That happens. I was good. Not my area. But yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, well, it kind of makes I, you wonder, too, if there case, wasn't so more I can't involved. say things don't happen, but I know recently they had on the news that um, people were on a beach in, was it Cancun? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, these people came up on jet skis and started firing on the beach all over the place. And I just oh. thought, wow, can you imagine? Oh. Yeah. Give me a shark any day. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they were wow. from gangs and I don't know whatever message they were trying to sell, but this kind of reminds me of that. So you're saying, Sally, that people just would come up and shoot like that, that you've heard of in Philadelphia? Or? In, in drug wars, oh, oh, yeah. In Detroit, yeah. In the gang wars in Detroit, yeah, it happens. Drive-bys, people be in their houses yeah. and people just drive by and shoot them up, you know? Uh, and, you know, Kids sleeping in their bed, a bullet will come in through the window and, and kill right. them as well. It's right. just horrible. Definitely happens yeah. all the time in Chicago, right? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. sad well, stuff. Yeah, in this book, you really didn't get the impression that you knew where these people lived and stuff. So it would have been real hard to go, you know, to to roust them at their houses and stuff where they were living because, right? Of, well, I mean, they kind of made it yeah. clear that. that I mean, I mean, you know, Guido found the, the, the diamonds hidden in that place before, the, the, you know, the bad element even even knew where they were and stuff. So, yeah, so it was, it was yeah. obviously a little bit different situation. Here. Right. But, uh, uh, but, 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 yeah, it, it was kind of odd. They, they, the guys, I agree, Michelle, it was kind of strange that they, that's where they picked to, to you know, to shoot the guy. But, uh, yeah, uh, no, I, I guess, so you know, yeah, the, maybe, they didn't, maybe they didn't know where else to find it, I guess. So. Uh, did you did you all feel that if this book was not set in Italy, if like they transplanted this book to an American city, that you would have enjoyed it as much, or was it the fact that it was in Italy that made it more enjoyable? I think the fact that it was in Italy had a it, it lended a little bit of exoticness to the story, you know, just the difference yeah. in Italy. But it, I I think the story could have stood, uh, you know, here in the United States too, but just without the you know, the, the interesting things about Venice because it is kind of a unique place. Yeah, I, I, think, I, you know, I think it made it a little more interesting for me. Um, yeah. If it had been set in America, it would have been just too much like another shoot up American mystery. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. She did a real good job, I thought, of, of, of infusing the culture of, of, of the area in, into the story and stuff because you, you, you kind of felt like you were. I mean, you could tell you weren't in a typical American city. It just, it just felt like it felt like Venice and stuff to me, just the way they interacted with one another. And, you know, when they'd go out for coffees and stuff like that, I, you know, I, I enjoyed that about it, too. You and know, he went home for lunch. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. Another interesting thing that I found in the Wiki article is that she writes in English and she's had her books translated into many different languages except Italian. There's a link there that you can go to, and I didn't get a chance to go look at why why that exclusion, but it just seems to me that these books are set in Venice, and she doesn't have them translated into the Italian, so I don't know what that's about. Yeah, doesn't she live in Venice? 
She yeah. she lived in Venice for over 30 years and now okay. Um, okay. 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 in 2000 uh, in 2020 she actually um was got Swiss met a Swiss citizenship so she owns two homes in Switzerland and presumably mm-hmm. one still in Venice so she splits her time she's back in Venice mm-hmm. about a week every month or something like that it's like a little too much traveling for me, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the books. Uh, do you think the books are not available in Italy? These books, or I don't know that why they wouldn't be available, but they're just not translated into the Italian. And and oh. you know, I, I there's a link there in the wiki article um, that you can go to another link of an interview with her that maybe she explains that. But I don't maybe know there's why. something in in the publishing oh, could world be. there or, or contract. I. I wondered about that too because I had heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Interesting. I've always been another mystery. <laughs> yeah, mm. I'm sorry. I someone... thought that her books take more of the scenery and the the difference into account than the mystery. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, I, I I liked it, but it, it went kind of like. Well, I'll never see that. I want it. I want to to go there now. Yeah. Yeah. But all of her books are very, very um, graphic. I mean, very... um, Descriptive? Explanatory, descriptive. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to read another good book about Venice, read Palace of the Damned. It's wonderful. I'm probably going to stay up too late tonight to finish it. I was thinking thinking about you, Sally, when I was reading the book, because I said to myself, it kind of has a Rebecca vibe a little bit, right? With the gothicness. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Sally's going to like it. So I'm glad. (laughs) (laughs) Or Alan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do they mention mention Manderley in the book? Manderley? No, 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 not yet. Not yet. I'm sure they'll get there. <laughs> okay. oh, no, I, I read the whole thing. No, no Manderley, but you know, but it's in, not that I want to really talk about this. But she did study Gothic literature, the author, and you could really feel that kind of you know sense. So it was funny because I know how much you like Rebecca, and I said, oh, I hope Sally likes this book. I hope this is our kind of book. So I'm glad. Well, yeah, it's a good I'm choice. Good choice. Yeah, nice. Well, I good. just talked to somebody. Well, Marcia, you all know Marcia. She said at first she mm-hmm. thought it was really slow. I haven't read the book uh, yet. I started it. Oh, she said at first she thought it was really slow going, but she said it really just keeps getting better and better as you go. So you know, Marsha, Marsha is a challenge for me because one day I'm gonna pick a book, Marsha is gonna love it. I, I just I want it's like my my holy grail. I want to well, she lo- <laughs> I really do because I've not had good success with her. And she's always bright um, and I didn't like it. I always feel so bad because she's such a nice woman and I really want her to go to the group. <laughs> But I said, she, no, yeah. she really likes hard driving, oh, uh, get fast right action kind of thing. So, yeah. Okay, but yeah, no, no, no. But she did like it. She just said it was slow going, but she kept going and it keeps getting better and better. So, oh, good. Oh, yeah. it just threw yeah. me in right away. Okay. It's, I have it to was tell you, the- Michelle, I have a lot of things to do this week. And oh. I'm so upset that I might not be able to read the Dr. Blackwell's. And I'm thinking oh, maybe I can like not not do the stuff I have to have in at a certain time and you know go read Michelle. Anyway, because he just uh, he does interviews for the first half of the group. You don't actually have right. that's the that's the wonderful thing about the history group. You really right. don't have to read the book. It's a little right. secret. Okay. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. I mean, you can if you want to, but you honestly, many people come and they haven't, or they've only read a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So if you can come, come. Okay, thanks. So I'm wondering if, if we're finished talking about this book, um, I could just go on to the book that I'm choosing for January. Okay. 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 I am starting us off with a cozy mystery. Um, it is called, okay, the mystery series is called the Positively, P-A-W-S-I-T-I-V-E-L-Y, Positively Organic Mystery Books, and it's one and th- one through three. The author is Liz, M-U-G-A-V-E-R-O, Mugavero, 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 I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, the, um, it's, uh. Okay, the DB number is 103390. Now, this is an omnibus, so it's, it's the, first, the three books are downloaded um, as one download. And the, as near as I can tell, they are the only three books because they were written between 2013 and 2015. And generally, if there's been that much of a gap, there's probably not any more in the series. Um, but it's, it's a book that's... Uh, focuses around um, the Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-A-N, and she calls herself Stan Connor. And she's a you know, young woman who's given up. She was uh, very successful as a public relation person, but um, gave, gave up, you know, lost her job for some reason, bought a house in a small town, and chaos ensues. <laughs> It's fun. It's, um, you know, it's a cozy mystery, so it's not like a super heavy thing. Um, but, you know, you meet the little quirky small town people. Um, there's animals, both cats and dogs involved. And, um, and of course, there's a murder. So, <laughs> so well, that's, that's what we're I actually downloaded that when it came out and I I'm doing so well with your previous cozy mystery, the Chocoholic series, yes. which I'm reading one by one. So uh-huh. I will follow you anywhere with cozy mysteries. So I'm thank you would, for recommending. Would, would you repeat the number? Sure. Well, it is um one zero three three nine zero. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> are we are, are we gonna Pardon? What's the name of the book? Okay, the, 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 the series is the Positively Organic Mystery. Now, the first book, okay, there's three books included in the download. The first book is Needing to Die, and that's K-N-E-E-D-I-N-G, <laughs> Needing to Die. And that's the one that we're going to talk about in the group. But then the other ones are called A Biscuit, A Casket. And then mm-hmm. the third one is, is The Icing of the Corpse, or the On the Corpse. So just read the first one. If you want to read the second and third, that's fine. But, you know, the group will only probably be talking about what, the first What one. is the first one called? Needing the what? Needing to die. Oh, needing to die. Okay. Yeah. K-N-E-E-D. <laughs> I, yeah, I, have, I have a cat. I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, yeah. I, I read a lot of cat mysteries. I do book reviews for animal magazines. And what a lot of these people who write these series do is write one series under a certain name, and then they'll go on and write another series, but under another name. 
Oh, really? Um, so, hmm, interesting. Yeah, so it's not unusual to find um, three and then nothing else. Um, and it's usually that they've, the publishers don't want to overload a barcode on a certain person's name. So, yeah. you know, the same same person might be writing five or six series. Well, this is interesting because it's not really an animal mystery. The animals are in it, but they're, they don't That's really... A- um, Go ahead. That's pretty common, yeah. It's a way to sell mysteries, too. A lot of people who are cat people are mystery people, and a lot of people who are mystery people are animal people. It's just, it's it's a publish. It's a way to get sales, um, and it uh, works. Works for me. Works for um, me. <laughs> put, yeah. a coon, put a Maine Coon you in know, the story, and I'm there. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, well, I since Alan is at his brother's, we could let him go back to his brother's. Do you think? <laughs> we are. Oh, yeah, I, I, I apologize. Oh, for please, it's fine. Oh, Alan, the holidays. You, it's not a problem. Do you want me to make you, you host in case you all want to stay and talk a little bit longer, Liz? Well, actually, don't we talk about you to your face? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I actually yeah, okay. need to get going because my cats are circling here. It's time for their food. So <laughs> I said mine first. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you should do that, but they were sleeping still. So okay. Well, um, I like I, the I, fact I, that you have five cats. I I, I like that. <laughs> yes. I, I, the most my husband and I ever had at one time was four, but we also had a guide dog and a service dog, so we oh, were greatly outnumbered. Yeah, yes, that's a lot. We used to have six, but I mean, sadly, I lost my Maine Coon in May of this year. Oh, so, oh yeah. no! Well, he was old. I mean, all my cats are old. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, we so. we had many, many old cats, all of whom just showed up at our door, and it must have been oh. a sign: if you're hungry, homeless, and have a medical condition that will cost <laughs> thousands of dollars a year. I know, seriously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Let, let Alan go so he can. Yeah. Pay well, I, I, yeah. I thoroughly, I thoroughly enjoyed the conversation. I'm sorry I was late, and forgive me. Okay. So the so the next mystery group is going to be on. I forgot to look up the exact date, but hey, roughly four okay. fourth Sunday, right? Yeah, fourth Sunday. Fourth yeah. Sunday so twenty third. It's the twenty third of January. Twenty third. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. The twenty third of January or. For needing to die, and, thank and hopefully you. I'll I'll be on time next time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Else, so. right. I'll call you later out to you soon, Ellen. Should I so call you, you and remind you, Ellen? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah, call me and remind me of my name too. So yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah send me the news. Take care, everybody. Happy, happy New Year, to everybody. Happy, happy New Year. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Better news.